Welcome to Holistic Sex Ed Radio, where we are changing the way parents talk to their kids about sex, relationships, and how to stay safe in our rapidly changing world. You are your kid's best source of information and primary example. In these thought-provoking conversations, Robin and her guests seek to improve your relationship skills, expand your knowledge, and give you the tools to help your kids make the most out of their lives. Now, here's your host, Robin LaCrosse. Hey everyone, welcome to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. I'm your host, Robin LaCrosse. And today, we have a really interesting conversation lined up for you. We are going to be talking about the brain chemistry connection to the cycle and how we can balance the hormones to make cycling more regular. So I'm so excited to introduce to you Kayla Smith. She is the CEO and Program Director of the Hormone Puzzle Society, a woman's health hub for fertility, hormones, and the business of coaching. She is also one of the coaches at the Society. Kayla works with men who are struggling with infertility and hormone imbalance, coaches them to get pregnant naturally and eliminate the symptoms of hormone imbalance through a method she created called the Hormone Puzzle Method, coupled with cycle syncing. Kayla brings over 20 years of experience as a professional fitness trainer, wellness educator, and author. To date, she has published multiple books on fertility and hormones, as well as four distinct online courses. Kayla holds four different qualifications as a holistic certified health and wellness coach, She realized her dream of creating a virtual holistic health and wellness practice and helps women all over the world solve these issues. Kayla, I am so happy to have you on the show today. Welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So, you know, I was poking around your website and I came across your article that you were writing on the HPA access and I started thinking about because One of the things that I teach my clients is that ovulation is not set in stone. And this just totally plays into that because you wrote brain plus stress equals stops all process basically is what I wrote down in my notes here. So, and that totally makes sense to me because when, you know, when I'm teaching my clients where I tell them, you know, like stress can delay ovulation, travels, illness, you know, sometimes the universe just throws you a curveball, you know, for no reason that we know of and ovulation can be delayed. And so I would love to kind of dive into this conversation around like the brain biochemistry and how the cycle is, you know, sometimes disrupted by stress and the things that are going on in our lives. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so many processes happen from that HPA axis and it controls your sex hormones. So it controls estrogen and progesterone being released and controls when you ovulate, how fertile you are. But that same piece of your brain also controls your stress response. So if you are stressed, your body's always going to choose to keep you alive and to keep you de-stressed versus any other process. So it can stop ovulation, it can impede ovulation, it can cause you to have like weird period symptoms, all these things happen because your body's main purpose at that point is to keep you alive. And so it's not going to let you have a baby, it's not going to let you have, you know, to ovulate if you're under stress. So that kind of sounds like an extreme response to the flight or flight, because we know like when the, uh, the tiger, the saber-toothed tiger is about to eat you, you know, like your digestion shuts down, like your blood flow goes to your extremities. And so that kind of sounds like 
when you're under stress, your hormone system is kind of responding in a similar way in that it's like, okay, my attention is needed elsewhere. And so we're not going to do things like put us in a situation where we could make a baby because there's too much, there's craziness going on out in the world. Yeah. And your resources are going to those pieces that are keeping you alive, your fight or flight. Exactly. It's not going, there's no resources left over to produce the hormones that you need for ovulation. So just like it pauses it. And the body's so smart. It knows like if I'm stressed, I'm definitely not bringing life into this thing. (laughs) So it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Wow. And when people are under stress, like, can you talk a little bit about like what is happening in the body, like what the brain is doing, what the hormones are doing to shut that down? Like, can you like go into it a little deeper and explain like what the different hormones are and what's happening? Yeah. So when, you know, your body's under stress, whether that's internal or external. So like you said, whether you're being chased by a tiger or you are running around like a crazy person, you're on a trip, you're sick, whatever, it's all stress to the body. So what happens is the HPA axis recognizes that you're under stress. So it stops the signals that release the sex hormones. So that's progesterone and estrogen. So it stops that. Um, There's a couple other pieces in between there, but we're just going to go with the ones that most people have heard of. Um, Mm -hmm. So the estrogen and progesterone, and then it starts making cortisol and adrenaline because those are the two main hormones that keep you alive, keep you, that's your stress hormone that goes up when your body's under stress. So this whole cascade is happening in your body. And like you said as well, you know, your digestion will shut down, your, maybe your heart rate goes up, your, your, you might get flushed, your breath kind of speeds up. And so it's all these things that are symptoms of that cortisol and adrenaline running through your body. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And, so, and HPA, that means uh, hypothalamus, pituitary, and adrenals, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what, what role is the hypothalamus playing in the body? So for, I, I, it's, a, it's a gland that we probably don't hear a lot about, you know, certainly not as much as say like the adrenal glands. I think most people right. have heard of adrenal glands. And so can you tell us a little bit about like what the hy- hypothalamus is and like what its purpose is in the body? Yeah. So it is a very small piece of your brain in the back of your brain. So it's kind of like right behind your brain stem, if you will. And it does a lot of different processes, but the main two things that it does is the stress response and the, um, the sex response. So uh, it releases GNHR, which goes to the anterior pituitary gland, which then tells the ovaries or the testes to release your hormones, your um, follicle-stimulating hormone, your FSH, or your LH. Mm -hmm. uh, And then that's what tells the egg to release. That's what tells the follicle to grow. Or in the man, that's what tells the sperm to kind of do its thing, to start to be formed. Um, So that process, that HPA axis in your brain is what controls both of those responses, the sex hormones and the um, stress hormones. So it's kind of like a master controller. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a master control. And it can decide whether it wants to focus on your sex hormones or your stress hormones. So it's, okay. it's pretty interesting how it, it can be that smart. And it all comes, and that's why I tell people too, like, and I'm sure you talk about this, how ovulation can, you know, it, it's not set in stone, 
because there's so many factors that affect that that HPA axis. So it's, you know, like you said, if you're under too much stress, if you're dehydrated, if you've maybe you've eaten something recently that your body was sensitive to, like all of these things play a factor in which hormones are released, how much of that hormone's released, and what it's telling the body to do. So it's it's pretty fascinating how that little and it's literally like a walnut size piece of your brain. It's so small, but it controls so much. Mm. Yeah, the human body is just so amazing. I love it, it so much. Yeah, very amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's amazing. So when ovulation is delayed or doesn't happen, obviously menstruation is going to be absent. And so let's talk a little bit about, you know, because I know, of course, you know, people who are sexually active who aren't looking to get pregnant, a delayed period can be very stressful. Or on the other hand, if somebody is trying to get pregnant, you know, not have, you know, not cycling normally is obviously a source of frustration and a significant problem to the achieving that goal. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, what do you do, like, when women are experiencing, you know, the the cycle irregularity or you know the periods being missed or skipped and and this kind of stuff yeah so i try to look at what the root cause why is she missing her period let's get Mm -hmm. down to that root cause if it's stress related then let's try to remove some of that stress from your life if it's dietary related let's look at that and try to see okay are we eating the right foods based on you know the balance whole food nutrition is it exercise related, you know, really getting down to that root cause of what is causing that period to be missed and what is causing that ovulation to be missed. And usually if you can figure that out, you can heal that piece, then the period returns. Mm -hmm. The other thing I talk a lot about, and we might get into this in a minute, but I teach all my clients how to cycle sync. And so a lot of times what happens is they'll come to me, they'll start cycle syncing, and that brings their period back. It brings their ovulation back. It increases their cervical mucus because cycle syncing is eating foods based on where you're at in your cycle and where your hormones are. So you're either eating certain foods that are going to make the hormones that you need to do certain processes in your body, or you're eating those foods to detox the hormones. So you're pulling the hormones back out after you've gone through your 28 day to 35 day cycle, whatever it is. And so you're not recycling the hormones, which that's what causes a lot of the symptoms when you're recycling, you're not detoxing properly. uh, You're not eating enough fiber. You're not eating foods that are going to naturally detox you. um, And so that can cause issues with the anovulation and the missed periods, the scant periods, the spotting, all of that. Mm -hmm. It's amazing too, what a big impact diet can have. I mean, obviously it's, it's food for our body, you know, but, but yeah, you know, food controls everything. That's why I tell people it's so important to eat a balanced diet to, you know, try to stay away from the processed foods and the sugar and the uh, inflammatory foods that are going to cause all of these issues. Okay. Yeah. So Let's let's talk a little bit about the cycle syncing. So, you know, this isn't really something I've heard much about. Is this something that you came up with or is this a philosophy that's out there or So it's a functional medicine concept. Okay. When I heard about it, I started doing it when I was personally struggling with infertility and it just made a lot of sense to me knowing about the female body and knowing nutrition. And I'm like, well, duh, like, of course, you're going to eat foods that are going to benefit your hormones, because that's how your body makes hormones is by food. Mm -hmm, (laughs) So mm -hmm. yeah, it's quite, quite a 
a wonderful concept, but no, I did not come up with it. It is, it's a functional medicine concept that not a lot of people have heard of it, but some have. Yeah, actually I did an interview uh, yesterday that uh, somebody mentioned it there too, and we didn't yeah. get into it. So I'm glad we get a chance to talk about it today. So yes. Um, and so when you're talking about using foods to balance the cycle, like are, there must be certain foods that you gravitate towards. Yes. So during your menstruation phase, I like to encourage people to eat more protein mm-hmm. because protein is amino acids and that's the building blocks for your hormones. So you want to increase your protein intake during your period. Also, period. I do a lot with Traditional Chinese medicine, I just find it fascinating. A lot of my practice is very holistic. Uh, So eating more warming foods during Mm -hmm. your period because you want that blood to be warm. You want it to be circulating properly. You don't want it to get stagnant, and that can cause some issues. Um, So eating those type of foods during menstruation. Uh, Then as you move into follicular, this is now you're moving into your spring phase. Mm -hmm. So it's more about fresh foods, light foods, salads. You're eating more probiotics because you're wanting to help the gut to metabolize the hormones that are circulating. Your estrogen and progesterone are starting to go up. So you need to make sure that your gut is not going to be affected in that way. So definitely eating more probiotics, things like that, more fresh salads, fruit juices, things like that. Then as you go into ovulation, this is like your summer phase. Everything's blooming. Everything's bright. You're about to drop that egg. You are uh, now you're wanting to more eat more antioxidants because you want to protect those follicles from free radicals. You want to protect that egg. You want to make sure that no oxidated stress gets in there and hurts that egg in any way. So just really upping your antioxidants, upping like your, your dark berries and your lots of fruits and vegetables, things like that. Still kind of more cooling foods because you're in summer and that's still salads and light and fresh. And then as you move into follicular, when your hormones start to come back down, once you've released that egg and now you're- well, luteal, you mean. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. That, what did I say? Um, you said follicular. Oh, yeah, I'm luteal. Uh-huh. Yes, the luteal phase. So uh-huh. now that you're coming back, your hormones are coming back down, you're in the luteal phase, you're kind of in that two-week wait before if you are trying to get pregnant. So this is when you're eating more detox-friendly foods. And so lots of fiber, lots of natural detox foods, celery, um, cilantro, garlic, onions. Uh, So these foods are meant to naturally detox you. The fiber molecules will attach to the hormones. And so Mm -hmm. it'll just naturally pull it out of your body. Um, And this is more, you're going more into that warming phase again, as you go into your period week. And what I find a lot of times if people start to cycle sync within about two cycles, they start to notice when their period comes back, to their period is more pleasant, it, less cramping, bloating, fatigue, less acne, just a really smooth, you know, three to four day period, not a lot of heavy bleeding. It's just a, a lot more pleasant experience. And so, which is what people love. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, you know, and when the foods that you've all mentioned here, I mean, these are all really healthy foods and people who eat this way are I'm sure going to feel better, you know, type yeah, thing. definitely. So, and it's mm-hmm. all based on whole food nutrition. You yeah, know, absolutely. I always mm-hmm. tell people it's not like any crazy diet plan or any 
restricting one macro or another. It's just whole food nutrition, but sprinkling in these specific cycle syncing foods in with each phase. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of like a balance. Mm -hmm. And what's coming to mind for me here too is, you know, I know some people have difficulty digesting a lot of raw food. And so if that's the case, you know, there may be some attention that needs to be given to the GI system to help improve digestion and stuff. Exactly. There, there may be underlying issues and stuff there too. Yeah. And I always tell people if you do have an issue with digestion and sometimes you'll see people with thyroid issues will have a problem digesting raw food. Mm-hmm. And so I always tell them just to cook your vegetables, you know, even though it says cool and lots of salads, if you need to have cooked vegetables, that's okay too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's like make it work for you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about, actually, I'd like to talk about your puzzle method. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you don't want to be pregnant, one of the most nerve-wracking experiences is a late period. Lying in bed, wondering, worrying, waiting for menstruation to arrive, praying that your period will come. It's very stressful. Even though many of us are taught about menstruation, most of us don't have a deep understanding of how it works or what the body is doing. This results in increased stress, decreased sexual desire, sleepless nights, and sometimes unwanted pregnancy. What would it be like if every young woman grew up understanding her body to this degree? It could change the world. It could eliminate unintended pregnancy. It could help girls feel excited about and empowered by their monthly flow rather than ashamed and embarrassed. Since most of us don't get this kind of education while growing up, I put together a special free training called Understanding the Female Body and Cycle. Just go to HolisticSexEdRadio.com to get access today. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. Hey, everyone. We're back. So, Kayla, tell us about the puzzle method. So, what? how did you come up with this? What is it? You know, tell us more. Definitely. So, puzzle, the hormone puzzle method. Puzzle is an acronym, and it's the steps that I took to get myself pregnant naturally after two years of unexplained infertility, and it's what I take my clients through. And so puzzle stands for P, proper whole food nutrition, U, understanding supplements, Z, zapping stress, Z's, sleep, L, love and encouragement, E, exercise and environment. So these are all the pieces that we do on a weekly basis to make sure that our hormones are balanced, we have homeostasis in our body, and everything is working the way that it should. 
Nice. And, <laughs> and, you know, I'm glad that you include environment because a lot of people don't think about that. An environment is, can be your internal environment. Mm-hmm. It can be your house, your surrounding, your immediate surroundings. It can be the world at large, our global environment and the toxins that we find there and this sort of thing. And so, so when you included environment, were you including all of those things or are there more things in on top of that? Yeah, no, that was about, so I talk a lot about not just what goes in your body with food, but what goes on and around your body. So the products that we use, the cleaning products, the beauty products, all of that. I also talk a lot about the environment at large. So, you know, trying to limit your exposure to toxins as much as you can. And I heard a crazy statistic recently, and um, it just blows my mind that we are exposed to more toxins in our environment, in our world in one month than our grandparents were in their entire lives. So just think about that, how much that's affecting your fertility and your hormones and your health in general. It's just, it's crazy. Um, And so then I also talk about the environment within. I do a lot of stuff with mindset, you know, your, your internal environment, your thoughts, what you're telling yourself, what your, your old beliefs, all of those things can also affect your health, your hormones, your menstrual cycle, your fertility, all of it, because everything starts in your brain. So if you have these thoughts, if you have these underlying beliefs, then that can actually block you from getting pregnant or from being as healthy as you can be. So it's just, it's all encompassing an environment. It's pretty cool. Yeah, well, and it's true, you know, the mind is very powerful. And if we're swimming in negative, toxic thoughts and beliefs, you know, I mean, it's going to impact our body in so many different ways. Yeah, and so many of the things that you experience, those are symptoms of your body saying like, Hey, something's wrong. Listen to me. Hello. <laughs> like, so listen to your body. And definitely that's the first question I ask my clients when we start working together. Do you believe that you can get pregnant? Because if they don't believe nothing I do externally is going to help. They have to believe it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. And can you dive in a little bit more with the different, um, like the P and the U and all these different yeah. things, um, all the different steps in your process? Yeah, definitely. So the P for proper whole food nutrition. So this is balanced whole food nutrition. You know, we couple that with the cycle syncing. Mm -hmm. I do something called the magic plate, which is breaking your plate into thirds. And so it's a third protein that can be animal or plant, a third vegetable that can be lots of leafy greens or really just fill your plate with the rainbow, a third slow burning carb or whole grain, and then one to two tablespoons of a healthy fat. And so these are the things that I try to make sure that my clients understand, build every single meal with those proportions, and then you're giving your body everything that it needs to do what it needs, to balance your hormones, to get pregnant, to be healthy. Uh, So that's the P. You Mm -hmm. is understanding. And before you go to that, I actually would love to to, um, know a little bit more, like what are you choosing for healthy fats? Yeah. So avocado is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm as long as the person is not sensitive to it. So uh, avocado, nuts, and seeds. I also incorporate seed cycling, which is eating certain seeds during certain times of the month to get your healthy fats and to get some macronutrients from that. Mm -hmm. Or I'm sorry, micronutrients. Um, And then uh, I like 
oil, so olive oil if you're using it cold, coconut oil or lard for cooking, um, olives. So those are really my go-tos, I would probably say, the nuts, the seeds, the avocado. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my favorite. I love avocado. <laughs> and I really enjoy nuts and seeds and stuff too. And let's talk a little bit too about the seed cycling before we move on to you, because um, I'm curious to know more about that. Yeah, so that is eating certain seeds during certain times of your cycle. So it's really breaking your cycle into two. So the Mm -hmm. first half of your cycle, when you're on your period or you're on follicular, you're doing flax and pumpkin. And the lignans that are in these seeds are what's giving you, um, it's doing a lot of different things in your body. It's giving you, one, a lot of nutrients that most people aren't getting from certain foods. Uh, I've noticed when I incorporate seeds with my clients, One of the biggest benefits is they start to see their cervical mucus increase, which is really important for fertility and for Mm -hmm. hormone health, for menstrual Mm -hmm. health, all of it. Uh, So that would be the first half of the cycle. Then the second half of the cycle, you're switching your seeds and you're doing sesame and sunflower. And it's one to two tablespoons of each seed per day, and you want them to be raw and ground. And so you can either sprinkle them on and, you know, put them in your smoothie. You can sprinkle them on a salad. You can just eat them raw. Some people do that. Um, So, but the second half of the cycle. So once you ovulate all the way until you start your period again, that's when you would do the second cycle seeds, which is the sesame and the sunflower. Um, And what that has in it is it has uh, selenium and zinc, which a lot of people are low in selenium, which is a really important nutrient for hormones and fertility. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, the seed cycling is really, it, people love it. It's, mm-hmm. I do it myself too, just to balance my hormones. And, it's, mm-hmm. and so, and you're saying to grind them. So you, are you grinding them as you use them to keep them fresh, to prevent them yep. from going rancid? Yes. So you always want to keep your seeds in the refrigerator whether they're ground or not, because that's going to keep them from going rancid. Um, But yes, I always encourage people to grind as you go. So, you know, buy the whole seed and just grind it as you need it. You can do like a day or two if you like, I don't have time to grind every single day. Um, But yeah, they'll go rancid if you don't keep them in the freezer. I mean, in the refrigerator and you can even put them in the freezer. I have some people do that. They just Mm -hmm. put them in the freezer. And what are you using to grind them? Just a grinder, like a coffee grinder. Okay. Yep. Okay, so you just like run your your two tablespoons of seeds through that each day and and yep. uh, sprinkle it on your food. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. let's go on to the uh, understanding supplementation. Yes. Right? I didn't write them down, so I'm going by memory <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah. So the U is understanding supplements, and this is really looking at your individual case and seeing what supplements that you need. So this is what I talk to my clients about just to make sure that they are understanding the supplements that they need and not just taking supplements that they see recommended on Facebook or that their (laughs) sister, cousin, you know, aunt took. Uh, Because you can actually do a lot of harm if you're taking something that's not right for you. Yeah. Really dive into that and we look to see, okay, you know, are you struggling with anything? Do you have PCOS? Do you have endometriosis? Do you have like, what are you struggling with and what supplements do you need to help? I always start first with whole food nutrition, but there's always going to be holes. I don't care how clean your diet is just because the quantity of food 
you, you're not able to eat enough food to get all the vitamins. I mean, there's thousands of vitamins and minerals that the body needs. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so starting with whole food first and then supplementing where there's holes. I Mm -hmm. always recommend two supplements to every single person. And that is a whole food multivitamin. So whole food, because it makes it bioavailable for the body. And what that means is that your body's able to assimilate it because it sees it as food. Sometimes or not sometimes all the time when you take synthetic vitamins. So say you buy a multivitamin at Walgreens or whatever, that's synthetic. It's been made in a lab. The body doesn't know what to do with it. So you pee about 90% of it out. Yeah. Yeah. Getting those vitamins at all. Yeah, they try to just hammer them into the cells and it doesn't really work as well as we would love to see it. So, yeah, I totally agree. Whole food, multivitamin, all the way. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then the second one is a pre and probiotic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unless you're eating a lot of fermented foods, most people are not getting enough pre and probiotic to fortify their gut, to make sure that they have their microbiome is balanced and that their gut is working properly. So I always recommend a pre and probiotic for pretty much everybody, unless Mm -hmm. they are eating their fermented foods pretty regularly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so how do you determine like what you're going to supplement people with? Like, for example, when I have a new client come in, you know, we have like an intake questionnaire. I always have them do blood chemistry and I do a blood chemistry analysis to help me decide, you know, determine like where those holes are, because you're right, you know, when people are, you know, depleted nutritionally, we do have those nutritional holes that it's pretty much impossible to eat your way out of, you know, maybe if you're juicing, you know, regularly, maybe, but a lot of times you still need to supplement depending on what's going on. So, so how do you, how do you determine like how to supplement people? Yeah. So I look, I also have a really in-depth health questionnaire. Mm -hmm. And so I look at that and kind of just what I said earlier, I see what they're struggling with and where I find that they might need some supplementation. I look Mm -hmm. at what they're currently eating. You know, obviously I get them on this whole food balanced nutrition and then, but sometimes people still need a little help. Like if I see somebody's low in progesterone, maybe I'll recommend vitamin C or if somebody comes to me and they're like, constantly getting sick. They have a lot of allergies. Sometimes I'll recommend they do some zinc. Uh, so it really is an individual basis. It's, yep. and there's so many different supplements. It's hard to say like, okay, this is what I do when this person has this or whatever, because it's, it depends on all the conditions that I see that they might have. Yeah, It's very individual. Everybody's I, unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I always have them check with their doctor. You know, we're not doctors. So I always recommend, these are the supplements that I recommend, but I want you to check with your doctor too, just to make sure that they're on the same page. Because we as coaches, we don't ever obviously want to do anything that's going to jeopardize what their medical care is. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, So anything else under understanding supplements or should we actually, let's take a quick commercial break and we'll come back and talk about disease. Okay. All right. Let's do that. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> All right. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
If you don't want to be pregnant, one of the most nerve-wracking experiences is a late period. Lying in bed, wondering, worrying, waiting for menstruation to arrive, praying that your period will come. It's very stressful. Even though many of us are taught about menstruation, most of us don't have a deep understanding of how it works or what the body is doing. This results in increased stress, decreased sexual desire, sleepless nights, and sometimes unwanted pregnancy. What would it be like if every young woman grew up understanding her body to this degree? It could change the world. It could eliminate unintended pregnancy. It could help girls feel excited about and empowered by their monthly flow rather than ashamed and embarrassed. Since most of us don't get this kind of education while growing up, I put together a special free training called Understanding the Female Body and Cycle. Just go to HolisticSexEdRadio.com to get access today. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. Hey, everyone. We're back. So let's talk about the first of the two Zs. Yes. Zapping stress. And so we talked about earlier how stress is such a big indicator of overall health. Your body's always going to take from other processes to keep you alive and to, you know, put your stress hormones out. So trying to zap stress is so important for your overall health, for your fertility, for your hormones. It's the second leading cause of infertility issues. So it's definitely one that you want to focus on. Uh, And how do you zap stress? So a couple of tips that I have and what I teach my clients. First thing is to look at your schedule and see, is there anything on this schedule that's not serving me? And if there is, let's take that. If you can take it off of your schedule, let's do that. Let's eliminate it. Let's delegate it. Let's try to find a way to take that off of our plate. If there's no way to take it off, then you have to just manage through it. Um, But I would recommend if something's causing you stress on a daily basis, then it probably doesn't need to be in your life. So even if you think you can't take it off your plate, Try to figure out a way to do that. (laughs) Um, And then a couple of things that I recommend just for some stress management and for some uh, self-care. I'm a big believer in meditation, in visualization, in self-care. So I teach my clients, you know, start meditating. Really, I find a lot of people are in that masculine energy a lot. They're, we're in a go, go, go world where everybody's like doing and going and I've got to go. I can sleep when I'm dead. Like I've heard that before. I'm like, no, uh, <laughs> but so definitely incorporate meditation into mm-hmm. your life so you can sit in your feminine energy and just be, just relax and just let those creative juices flow and just be in that feminine energy. Uh, I also love visualization. I Find when you can get in a meditative state and visualize what you want out of your life, or maybe you're struggling with something, maybe you're trying to make a really hard decision, just clearing your mind and meditating on that and then visualizing what you want 
it's almost like you're telling the universe, like, this is what I want, and the universe listens. And a lot of times, then you'll get that. So I'm a huge believer in meditation. It also ties in with mindset. So if you're in a positive mindset, if you're visualizing this wonderful life that you want and the things that you want out of it, then having visualization in your life on a daily basis is going to help you with that. Mm-hmm. And then self-care, you know, it's so important to take care of yourself. And when I say self-care, I do not mean doing the laundry or running errands. That is not self-care. No, that <laughs> is not self-care. Yeah. Self-care is doing something that's solely focused on you that you love. So whether that's taking a walk in nature, maybe you like to be pampered. So it's going and getting your nails and toes done. Maybe it's going to a meditation session, getting a massage, So it's all these things that are going to be 100 focused on you and that's it. And doing that on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think setting aside a little bit of time every day for things that are just for you, things that you enjoy, things that you take pleasure in is, you know, essential for your mental health and well-being, you know. Definitely. I I really believe that. And, you know, incorporating in a gratitude practice, I think, can Mm -hmm. be very helpful. Um, And, you know, I love to the visualization piece, you know, I really do believe that we can create our lives, you know, to a large degree. And it's, you know, it's one identifying what we want, and then taking the baby steps needed to get us there, you know, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. And it all comes back to if you don't believe that you can get there, it's going to be a lot harder. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've seen this work time and time again on myself, my clients, just when I have a vision, I'm like, okay, this is what I want. I kind of put it out there into the universe. Then I take the baby steps to get me there, but it always happens every Mm -hmm. time. Like I started my business at 40 years old. I completely, you know, took a different deviation of my career and said, I'm going to go back to school and start this business. And I had this vision in my mind. Mm-hmm. This is what I want my life to be. This is what I want my business to be. And it's, it's there. I've gotten it because it's, I put it out there and I did the work to get it. So yeah, it's a very mm-hmm. powerful thing. So mm-hmm. I highly encourage your listeners to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually, I made this little workbook to kind of like do that. You know, I'm, it's like, it was like a year end thing that I created. It was, uh, I called it it's your life. Uh, seize the moment. It's your life. And it's all about like figuring out what you want, setting your goals, you know, figuring out your bucket list, you know, and, and, you know, the financial piece, like how much does it cost to make these dreams happen? And just like a really like a wide angle, 360 degree view of your life, you know, how things are going, what you want, where you want things to be. And the first section of it is actually really challenging for people because I ask hard questions so that you yeah. can figure out like, wow, it's like, ooh, this part of my life is actually going really poorly right now, you know, (laughs) and it could be hard to, you know, have that honest conversation with yourself. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you do have to get real to figure out what you want and what's important to you. And, you know, and in these challenging times, you know, a lot of us are realizing, you know, family is really important, you know, quality time with, you know, people that we love and, you know, and just really, you know, identifying what is important to us, what are our core values, you know, and all that. So definitely. You know, I know. And that. it is, it's scary and it's not supposed to be easy, but it's so worth it if you yes. just 
do it. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, <laughs> the, plans and do it. Yeah. What do you have to lose? You know, creating the life that you absolutely love, you know, exactly. <laughs> it's like, Oh shit. Well, exactly. yeah, I shouldn't have done that. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and um, also too, I wanted to circle back to on your me- com- uh, comments about meditation, because mm-hmm. for me, I have a hard time sitting still, you know, I, I work a lot, you know, I'm a go-getter, you know, this kind of stuff. And so it's hard for me to like sit there and try to quiet my mind. And what I started doing was moving meditation. I took up Qigong and, you know, as, as somebody who studies, you know, Eastern, you know, medicine and that sort of thing, you may have heard of Qigong and, you know, I really enjoy it. You know, it's, it's that movement. And so you get the movement, you get the quieting of your mind, you know, and it's, it really does feel like movement. Mem- uh, moving meditation so i love it yeah, yeah so that's that's uh that's awesome so let's talk about the next z which is sleep yes one of my favorite subjects actually yes. <laughs> sleep <laughs> hygiene is so important mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of goes hand in hand with that stress management because you mm-hmm. need sleep you know during sleep your body is recovering and renewing and relaxing and rejuvenating all these things not just your physical but your mental you're mm-hmm. emotional. So yes, high quality sleep is so very important. And so I try to teach my clients how to have high quality sleep. And so a couple of things that I say is one, you want to try to set your internal clock, your natural circadian rhythm, your body goes through these natural ebbs and flows. And so it kind of goes with the sun and the moon where you are supposed to go to sleep and wake up about the same time every day and night. So you can set that natural circadian rhythm. It's when you're trying to fight against that is when, again, your body starts making stress hormones. You don't get good quality sleep because you're like all over the place with things. And so just trying to make that a habit of going to bed and waking up at the same time every single day and night. Then I also am a really big believer in doing a power down hour. And what that means is just making it the hour before you go to sleep You can do some self-care, just making it kind of more about you where you're switching from work mode to relaxation mode. You kind of let your body know it's time to sleep. And so you can do some journaling. You can do some meditation. Maybe you take a bath with magnesium. Maybe you sit and have a tea or just something or a a chamomile tea, obviously not a caffeine tea. Um, But just sit and tell your body, okay, now it's time for sleep. It's time to relax instead of going straight from work to sleep. So that'll kind of ease you in. Mm -hmm. And I'm also a big believer in you want to have a dark environment, a cool environment that's free of distractions. The only thing that happens into your bedroom is sleep and sex. That is it. So your body knows that. Your body knows if you're always in your bedroom, folding laundry, watching TV, like, you know, playing with your dog, whatever it is, that's not the place for that. (laughs) So make sure you have a sacred place for sleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I have always loved sleeping in like as dark of a room Mm -hmm. as possible. Like I, I cover over the, uh, the little light on the smoke detector, you know, one house I lived in had a skylight right over my bed. And I was like, are you kidding really? me? Are you serious? So I like, I bought these, um, they're actually fabric um, placemats and I pinned them to the ceiling oh. over the top of it and it was perfect. It blacked oh. it out. And yeah, so that dark environment, you know, I, 
have and speaking of creating your life, you know, it's been my goal for many years to be able to have a morning where I don't wake up to alarm clocks. And so I've been blessed over these last few years with an internal alarm clock that wakes me up around the time that the sun comes up, you know, which I try not to get up before six or whatever, but I haven't, you know, woke up to alarm clock in years and, you know, being someone who is, you know, largely self-employed and, you know, working from home, I get to design my schedule. And, you know, part of that was not having like, a rude awakening every morning. <laughs> yeah, because it is jarring to your body. To it is. Like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you need yeah. to slowly wake up and allow yourself, but not everybody has that luxury. So yeah, it's no. about creating your the life. Yeah, no, I worked, I've worked very hard to make that happen. Right. And, you know, and, and it's caused friction in my life. And, you know, and, and it's like, and, and it's, you know, talk about removing stressors, you know, it's like identifying the sources of stress and figuring out a way to eliminate it from your life. Mm-hmm. And, my one of my sources was stress was my job, you know, and it's like, and I loved my job. I loved the woman I was working for, but it became a difficult place to be and work. And I started not enjoying it and taking it home too often. And I was like, you know, I really, really want to work from home. And I don't want an alarm clock. I want to show up for work at 10am. And, you know, I'll work all night, you know, whatever, you know, but like my morning is like that sacred time. That's me. And I want to have like my day start this way. And I am. And I've been able to create that. And, you know, my boyfriend is, is envious, you know, he's a truck driver. And so he doesn't get that luxury. You know, it's like, I wish I could work from home. And I'm like, you know, well, you can. It hasn't been easy, <laughs> but if you really want that, you can make that happen. You know, mm-hmm. it's like anything is possible. I believe that, you know, and it's just totally. setting your goal and taking the steps to, to get there. So yep, exactly. Take- that was me too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, when I started my company three years ago that I have worked for people. I've had my own company here and there, but once I kind of had my second son and I thought, I want to work for myself. I do not ever want to work for another person again. I want that control in my life. And so that's exactly what I did. Was it easy? No. But could I do it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally um, worth it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And so, and and then I encourage, you know, the, the people I work with, you know, the moms and stuff who I help, you know, with talking to their kids about sex is, you know, it's like your kids have the opportunity to create the life that they desire and it's teaching them that early enough so that they can start planning for their future, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that sounds like, well, let kids be kids or whatever, but you know, when, if you have a child who's passionate about something, you know, it's like you can take that passion and like, think about like, okay, how can you incorporate this into your life so that they can, or their life so that they can, do this long term and earn income from it and yeah. you know have a job that they love you know a source of income that they love so yeah i think it's super exactly. important so we're going to take a quick commercial break and when we come back we are going to finish up the puzzle <laughs> all right so i only have about 10 more minutes <laughs> yeah we only have a few more minutes like we've gone over a couple times so let's like just do like a room If you don't want to be pregnant, one of the most nerve-wracking experiences is a late period. Lying in bed, wondering, worrying, waiting for menstruation to arrive, praying that your period will come. 
It's very stressful. Even though many of us are taught about menstruation, most of us don't have a deep understanding of how it works or what the body is doing. This results in increased stress, decreased sexual desire, sleepless nights, and sometimes unwanted pregnancy. What would it be like if every young woman grew up understanding her body to this degree? It could change the world. It could eliminate unintended pregnancy. It could help girls feel excited about and empowered by their monthly flow rather than ashamed and embarrassed. Since most of us don't get this kind of education while growing up, I put together a special free training called Understanding the Female Body and Cycle. Just go to HolisticSexEdRadio.com to get access today. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. Hey, everyone. We're back. So tell us about L and E. Yes. So L is love and encouragement. And so Mm -hmm. this is the piece of love and encouragement with yourself. So it's, you know, believing that you can actually get pregnant, that you can be healthy, that you can have a healthy menstruation, you can have a healthy period. It's that belief, that self-love. So a lot of what I teach my clients is you have to love yourself before anybody else, before you can have a baby, before you can, you know, a lot of people on this show are moms, you know, even before your kids, you got to love yourself. So I teach a lot about self-love. And, and then even just that encouragement piece, you know, that's what a lot of co- people hire me as their coach. So I can encourage them. I can support them. I can hold their hand, which is a lot of what they don't get if they're going like Western medicine route or, you know, so that's a big piece of the hormone puzzle. Also with that is partner connection. So I talk a lot about, you know, my clients go through fertility and they're a lot of times that can cause rifts within your relationship and you're not as You don't have that strong partner connection. So it's just very important to keep that in mind, to be connected to your spouse, to go on weekly date nights and just really nurture that relationship. Uh, So that's a big piece of that hormone puzzle. So just love and encouragement. And then the last piece is exercise and environment. So exercise, I teach cycle syncing exercise. And so that is exercising based on where your hormones are at. So you either are, have a lot of energy when your hormones are high or you have less energy and honoring that less energy by doing things that are more slow and restorative and gentle and just really listening to your body. Don't push against your body. I know I have a lot of clients that will come to me and say, you know, I just didn't feel like working out today that's okay. That's your body telling you that it's time to do something more relaxing, something slow and more restorative. When you're pushing against that, you can actually do more harm than good because you're doing something that's not natural. You can cause your stress hormones to go up, which can cause you to gain weight, can cause your cycle to be off. Like it's a whole cascade of things. Uh, So that's the exercise piece, exercising and and listening to your body and, and intuitively exercising. And then environment, you know, we talked a lot about that before, but it's just all those pieces, the external environment, what's around you in your world, your internal environment with your thoughts and your feelings and your mindset, and then your environmental toxins, meaning, you know, your beauty products, are you, what you're putting on your body and around your body, is that safe? Is that clean? Is it filled with parabens or BPA or any of these toxins? 
toxic substances that are going to cause issues with fertility, with hormones, with periods, with all of it. So with health in general. So that's the hormone puzzle. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And and I know we're we're running out of time here. So let's talk a little bit too, because you brought everyone a free gift. Your I cycle do. syncing quick start guide. Yes. So anybody who wants to start cycle syncing, I wrote a quick start guide, which will tell you all the steps that we talked about today. So you kind of know what cycle syncing is. And then it breaks it down by what food to eat during specific phases, what exercises to do, what work events to do, what social things. So everything is working with your hormones and with your natural cycle. So definitely grab a copy of that. I also have a longer version on my website if you want more in-depth information so people can look at that. Um, so that's the free gifts for today. And then if you just want to check out my website, I have two other free gifts on there. One, if you're struggling with fertility, it's a fertility meal plan. So it kind of breaks down what you should be eating to boost your fertility naturally. And then I have a nutritional healing guide, which is just a cookbook for weight loss, for natural weight loss, for nutrition, just filled with whole food natural recipes that are delicious. So definitely check those out on my website. I have two books that I've written about the hormone puzzle method. One is a cookbook that is written specifically for hormone imbalance and infertility. So it's all whole food recipes that are meant to balance your hormones, boost your fertility naturally. Then I also have written a book called The Hormone Puzzle Method, Solving Infertility. This is a 450-page textbook that goes through all of these pieces of the hormone puzzle in depth. It has 150 different recipes in it. It has client testimonials. It has my personal story. It's definitely a huge resource. So both of those books can be found on my website, coachkayla.com. And then the other piece of the Hormone Puzzle Society is I certify women who want to start their own business as fertility coaches. I put together a 40-week certification program where I teach you all about, I have a 12-week program that I work with with my clients. So I teach you that. I teach you all the pieces of the hormone about infertility, about hormones, the science of it all, male factor, fertility conditions, all of that. Then I also teach you 10 weeks of marketing, how to get clients off of social media, how to do your social media, your website, your free gifts. So it's a very comprehensive course. And you can find that on my website as well. Awesome. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll put all those links on the uh, show notes for everybody. So thank you so much, Kayla. It's been a real pleasure having you on the show today. And I know people are going to get so much out of this interview. So thank you. Yes. Thank you. It's been fun. Yeah. And thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Thank you for spending some of your precious time with us today. While these conversations may be difficult at times, the rewards are well worth it. We have the power to change the world by what we teach our kids. Join host Robin LaCrosse next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another thought-provoking conversation. Thank you and have a beautiful day.